Hello, everyone. Welcome to Midwest Mystery Files. I'm your host, Jeremiah. And today we are doing things a little different. Going to do a little more of an informal episode as I don't have a formal case for you. I did have one ready and set to go for this week. Although I did decide to wait another two weeks and I will touch on that here in a second as to why. As far as today is concerned, I mostly just kind of want to go over a few things. You know, it's a new year and I kind of want to get back on track with things. And I'm just kind of here to tell you how... I'm planning to do things here in the future, uh, talk about a potential Patreon if I can keep on track, and also at the very end, you know, we got a lot of new listeners. Listenership's really been picking up um, over the last couple months despite my delays, uh, so I just want to take some time at the end to introduce myself a little more formally as I've never done so. I've pretty much only told you my name and have alluded to where I live. So I just kind of want to garner a stronger connection with listeners and just tell you a little bit about me, um, why I have decided to do what I do. So that's kind of the thing for today. If that interests you and you want to keep listening, that's what we'll be talking about. If you decide that that does not sound interesting at all and you stop listening right now, I won't hold it against you because I know some people are kind of here for the case aspect and that's understandable. This kind of episode is everyone's cup of tea, so I understand I do want to note that I apologize if I ramble some or kind of sound like I get spaced out and lost for a second while I catch myself because normally I work off a script, but today I just uh, opened a Word document and wrote some bullet points down of kind of what we want to talk about. So like I said, sorry if I ramble. Uh, Sorry if you hear me take a deep breath because I forgot to breathe because I talk too much or anything like that. And I'll try to keep my ums to a minimum, but... Anyway, on with what I wanted to talk about. So, like I said, I had an episode pretty much planned and ready to go for today, but I opted to wait out another two weeks. And the reason for that is that, you know, the last couple months between moving and just other various things, the holiday, after I moved, I had to get, I moved to a much bigger property, bigger house, a lot of stuff had to get done. So there just wasn't much time for work. And I put out what I could which averaged about one episode a month as opposed to every two weeks. So I would like to not have that happen again. So um, waiting now two weeks with one ready gives me a chance to kind of get ahead on future episodes. I have the next three or four definitively planned. And I also have a couple bigger episodes I want to do after that that require a lot more time and looking and research and putting together and, you know, making a fluid narrative. So the more time I have to get ahead while already having something done, the better, and that will help me be more consistent. Because, you know, if I'd done that before, maybe I could have found some time over that extended break there to have gotten a few more episodes out and not let these cases fall to the wayside. So for now, we will... I really want to keep on that two-week schedule. Uh, You'll never see me probably jump to a week schedule anytime soon, just because even if I can get ahead, I'm still a father first. I got two girls, one who's almost a teen, and one who's a toddler, so my time is busy, and um, obviously they are prioritized, and I inevitably will sometimes end up probably missing a week or so, so I want to stay on track as much as I can. On that note, as far as episodes go, I do want to note that that the episode I had for today, as well as the next episode, are listener-requested episodes, 
One came in via Facebook, the other via Instagram. I've had that one for quite some time. So I do want you guys to note that even if I hold on to them for a while, I will do my best to get to those episodes. And I encourage you to also go ahead and send me those if you have any ideas. They don't strictly have to be Midwestern cases. Uh, both the ones sent to me were, and but the next episode after those two uh, will be the anniversary of the case of that episode. And that will actually be an out-of-region case. So I do encourage you to send me whatever you got. Just know if they are out-of-region cases, it will probably take a lot longer to get to them just because my focus is on these Midwest cases. But everyone's important, and I do want to help as much as I can. That being said, I'm going to keep working on trying to get some of these lesser-known cases out. That's been a big thing in the, uh, in the Apple Podcast reviews, which thank you to everybody who has loved those. A lot of people appreciate the fresh cases, the lesser known cases. So that's something I'm going to keep with. Um, inevitably, just to pull in listeners, I'll probably I'll still have to do some of the bigger known cases that people generally search for. But like I said, everyone's important, so we need to make sure we're covering all our bases here. So moving on next, I want to talk about the potential for a Patreon. Now, this was something I had kind of mentioned, I think, way back in uh, maybe the Opal Like a Jane Doe episode. Maybe the episode before that. I can't remember for sure. I think that was Lakota Renville. I had mentioned wanting to do a Patreon, and then I kind of went on the lamb, so it never came to fruition. And now that I'm back on a planned schedule, obviously I'm going to make sure I can keep on the schedule, uh, put some faith in you guys and me. I can stay on schedule, and then I want to introduce a Patreon. Uh, nothing too crazy, and obviously it's still kind of in the early works. I'm still thinking of tiers and perks. Obviously, probably some early access, uh, maybe a bonus episode, which is also another reason I want to get ahead on my normal episodes, is so I could possibly produce maybe one a month, one bonus episode a month for patrons. And I've also toyed with the idea of maybe polls that uh, will sort of... Um, reflect in the show, kind of kind of choose the course or cases we do. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But for full disclosure, I do want to say that if I start one, basically money will probably first and foremost go to my to my podcast hosting platform, and then next after that uh, to resources such as news articles, uh, paywalls for news sites, because that is honestly the biggest hurdle I have in this endeavor of mine is you know i'm constantly doing free trials and things like that on news and once they run out i'm kind of out of luck because as dedicated as i am i also don't have you know the riches to throw around on having multiple subscriptions to news sites as well as maybe public record searches and things like that and i'm kind of lucky here in iowa as uh, public record searches and stuff for the courts are generally free with uh paywalls on certain items but as i've come to find out a lot of other states don't have that luxury and you have to pay to essentially do one search and click on one item so yep that would be and then thirdly you know just i would save some money aside for updates and equipment and things like that so just i want to ensure you that all that would go towards the podcast back to the podcast and not you know in my pocket or anything like that just because the more I have in the podcast, the more I can help it grow and the more 
recognition we can get for these cases, which is the end goal here. So I will keep you guys kind of posted on that. Like I said, I'll keep you guys posted in episodes. Um, if you follow me on social media, I'll keep it there. Honestly, I'd like to maybe... I know I'm asking a lot here because I still need to instill faith that I'm going to keep producing episodes at a consistent manner, but I'd like to maybe get started in February on doing actual Patreon and Patreon-related content, but we will kind of see how that plays out and goes by ear and... We'll just keep an eye, and I'll let you guys know, both on the podcast and on social nets as well. So that brings me to the last part I kind of wanted to go over, which is essentially just about me. I'll kind of introduce myself a little more formally to you guys, as well as kind of go over why I decided to start this podcast and how I choose what I choose and things like that. So to start, my name is... Jeremiah, as you already know, I am 34 years old. Um, I'm born and raised here in Iowa, so basically a product of the Midwest. I married with two girls and three dogs. Uh, Outside of doing like this sort of thing, I just enjoy spending time with my family, uh, being outside, you know, walking dogs, hiking, just anything that kind of keeps me active and moving as well as some other things. I'm a huge nerd. I am super, super into comics. So if, you know, you ever want to message me and talk about that as well, we can. Uh, or not. <laughs> just just an open invitation. As far as true crime and what I do here, I don't have any formal training in anything. Uh, criminology, uh, you know, journalism, any any of that stuff. Investigations. Uh, I, you know, I work a, I work a blue collar job, nothing wrong with that, but that's, that's what I do. It's just, I don't, this is kind of more a hobby of mine than anything. Um, and you know, it's kind of, kind of came out of nowhere. You know, I hate, I shouldn't say hate, but I strongly dislike things like procedural cop shows and stuff like that. So, um, except oddly enough, cold case, I do enjoy that show, at least what I've seen of it. I've never binged it. But um, anyway, the way I fell into this and what I do now is it was kind of a long road. As a teenager, I was definitely, you know, one of those edgelord kids who was way more into serial killers and the allure of them and the mystery of them being evil and all sorts of bullcrap like that. That's really not what we should be focusing on. Never, but I never really did give mine to victims quite so much until I was older and wiser and not stupid. And I still find serial killers interesting from an academic standpoint, but over time, you know, you start to realize they have real victims, real world repercussions to the family of those victims, as well as the victims and things like that. And as I got older and I don't know, became a father and stuff, just got more sympathetic to, to actual victims, like I always should have been in the first place. So from that point on... I kind of really started looking more into cold cases, which was kind of a little hard for me. Well, that's a lie. There was a giant gap in there where I really wasn't focusing on anything. uh, Cold cases or serial killers or anything like that. And then in the uh, mid-2010s, I don't know, something kind of struck me again about wanting to really look into unsolved cases and missing persons cases, so... I first started scouring YouTube and found people like Rob Dyke or Rob Gavigan as he is now 
Kaylee Elise, um, some of the, the earlier people who was doing this stuff on YouTube, and really started to get a true appreciation for, you know, understanding cold cases and victims. And, you know, at the time, the, the idea of doing a channel hadn't really, or not a channel, but a podcast. Well, I had thought about doing a YouTube channel too. We'll get to that. But um, the idea of doing a podcast hadn't really occurred to me. And then um, a few after a few years, I did get the hankering to start becoming a, a creator. And originally I had wanted to do like a YouTube uh, movie channel because I had toyed with the notion of true crime. But then I also just felt like I didn't have the time to properly look at cases, which ended up being kind of bullcrap because I do what I do now. But at the time, I just I didn't feel like I could properly, properly put forward the effort to do that. And then uh, the movie channel thing kind of fell through. I just didn't have a powerful enough computer to really uh, process a video and stuff like that. So I kind of went on, I kind of went on hiatus for a year on any ideas. Kept looking at cold cases. Uh, at that point, I found the Iowa cold case website. Which I found super interesting because, you know, that's that's where I'm from. And, you know, we do have a couple of high-profile cases here in Iowa, such as Johnny Gosh, um, the Evansdale girls, um, you know, Lyric and Elizabeth, and and things like that. So I, I did get super interested in cases. I started posting them on my own Facebook, you know, doing my own little write-ups and posting them. And over time, I eventually decided I did want to make some sort of true crime content to get these voices heard a little bit more. So um, I knew at the time a YouTube channel was still out of the question. So I did start looking into podcasting more. And then I realized that it's actually not as hard as I initially thought it was going to be. I, I figured podcasting was a lot more work than doing a YouTube channel. And that is not correct. Um... <laughs> Obviously, I'm still very, I'm still very bare bones. I, I just work with a microphone and audacity, but you know, I I do what I can. But anyway, back to kind of the the origins of this. So I I figured out that making a podcast actually was not that hard, and I decided since I was already looking on the Iowa cold cases website, you know, a lot of Iowa cases were already flowing in my mind. But I didn't want to focus on one state. But I also wanted to narrow down my options. So that's why I did choose the Midwest, which has proved both good and bad. It's, you know, some states I do spend a lot of time looking for cases and still never really being able to find anything that I can properly cover. But regardless, I decided to go ahead with the Midwest option. And that kind of brings us where we are now. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to point on is you know i do do my best you know uh looking at cases and stuff you on other podcasts you know you start to see a lot of the same cases all the time not always there's many people who do find um their own their own cases and don't don't do all the big ones all the time but i really wanted to find ones that hadn't gotten a lot of attention maybe only one person had covered them maybe nobody had Obviously, that's not the case with every case I've done. Like, you know, Amy Maholovic, uh, Hang Lee, um, even Britney Beers are all all bigger cases that have been covered in other other YouTube videos, if not podcasts. 
But uh, I also, you know, really, really wanted to focus on people like uh, Brianne Smith and Deborah Barajas, you know, Larissa Lone Hill, Lakota Renville, um, Demetrius Griffin, and Ashley Love. Just cases that had really never, ever been touched by anybody. Especially, you know, like Demetrius's, I think, was a Kaylee Elise case that I, I remembered from back when her channel still existed. And, you know, nobody else had ever really touched on it. So, you know, I really want to bring these cases to the limelight. Um, I mean, sometimes that, sometimes that means sacrificing episode length, but sometimes I'm kind of okay with that as long as I can build a decent enough story to, to get them, get them out there and get their stories told. I'm pretty sure I'm rambling now, which is what I warned you guys about at the beginning. So hopefully you're bearing with me and I'm making sense here. <laughs> now you know why I go off a script. Um, but I, I that's kind of where I stand on how I pick my cases. And, you know, like I said, everyone's important. So I don't particularly have to stick only to two little known cases. But it's what I like to do, especially ones who fall maybe through the cracks, such as Larissa's or or Deborah and Brittany's, you know, people who with, with past issues with drugs and stuff that, you know, they're, if you just kind of look around the internet, and I've never, I've never received any negative feedback on doing cases like that, but I know I've seen on Twitter and stuff that people like The Vanished or, or uh, Stephen at Trace Evidence, you know, has talked about it, that he's received emails from angry listeners who, you know, get, uh, didn't like that they covered, covered you know, quote-unquote junkies or things like that. But one thing we all know is everyone's important and issues, and, you know, those sort of issues don't matter. So that's why I, that's how I try to pick the cases I pick and give focus to anyone who I think deserves it, which is, you know, pretty much anybody who, with a family, who wants to know where their loved one went. So that's kind of how that is, and that's where I stand. Um, I don't want to bore you guys anymore. But, uh, you know, despite my past, you know, a couple months, no, with with breaks and breaks and episodes and not getting stuff out and, uh, you know, essentially not moving like I wanted to on this podcast, I am excited this coming year to get on track and hopefully stay consistent, bring you guys more stories, uh, get more people's voices heard, all that stuff that's important and that we are trying to do here as podcasters and listeners. So I just want to thank everybody a lot for listening and your continued support. If you're still here on this episode, cool. I'm glad that you stuck around. Um, just a reminder, real quick, I'll throw out all the social stuff. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Midwest Mystery Files. You can search for Midwest Mystery Files on Facebook. Uh, you can... Follow me on Twitter at Files Midwest. Um, that is where you will find me the least active, you know, in years of using social media. As far as Twitter is concerned, I'm still kind of a, you know, like a like an angry gorilla smashing at a keyboard. So <laughs> that's, I'm still kind of getting the hang of that. And um, Instagram is probably actually the best place um, if you just want to, if you would want to follow me or get in contact with me. Um, and that's where you'll kind of see me both be professionally and also let loose a little more and be myself just because I find it, I find the community on Instagram, um, the true crime community on Instagram, especially the podcast community community to probably be one of the best ones around, at least that I've ever dealt with. I've really only ever dealt in a pop culture communities, uh, prior to that, but 
Anyway, you can also email me at midwestmysteryfilespod at gmail.com. Um, I'm also throwing around the consideration, I should have brought this up earlier, but I've also thrown around the consideration of starting a discussion group on Facebook. I know a few different podcasts have that. I might post a poll to kind of get a to kind of get a feel for that, um, both on Instagram and on Facebook. Because I think it would be interesting. I'd, li- I'd just like to, uh, you know, this is why I'm doing this. I also, I know there's, you know, a lot of you listening. But I also like to promote, you know, listener interaction and discussion as well. So anything, anything I can do to um, improve those interactions or encourage them, I think is always a great move. So, yeah, maybe I've decided. Maybe I'll just make the group or maybe I'll post a poll. We'll see. Or you can just message me and let me know. So, otherwise... That is all. Hopefully I didn't bore you to death. Hopefully, I mean, I'm going to listen to this as soon as I'm done recording, but hopefully I just don't sound like a rambling maniac because I know I'm talking super fast. But uh, anyway, that's kind of where everything stands. That's where we're looking to for the future. And I hope you guys keep listening. So I know we're a few days in, but, you know, Happy New Year to everyone. I'll see you all in two weeks.